It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast. Happy Monday, Bears fans. Welcome in. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano with you. It is mini camp week. It is mandatory. You will be fined, Carm, if you do not show up. I'm going to be there, buddy. Don't have to worry about me. I'm uh, actually the one who's going to miss one of the days. Yeah, you officially get a fine on Thursday. Nick and I will be there to carry the mail. Well, it'll be my uh, 10th wedding anniversary. Trust me, the fine for my wife would be a lot more. Larger. It would be a lot more. Ooh, where are you going? I don't want to tell people that. Perfect. Let's move on. <laughs> can, can I talk to your beautiful wife? I mean, the show's at one, done at two. You guys can go celebrate in the afternoon. What's the big deal? We need you. We are more important than your family. Chat, what do you think? Hoag's family, me and Nick. Hoag's family, me and Nick. CHGO, Hoag's family. I've known you long, longer than two, exactly me- right. two members of my media family. Exactly right. <laughs> I'd say three members. No. Both of your children and your wife. No, I've no. I was already dating my wife when you were? I met you. Yes. Really? A thousand percent. Two thousand eight? Yes, Carb. <laughs> we met at Wisconsin. I knew that, but so, yeah. you were so it early in Wisconsin. You, it took you five years to get uh, engaged. Dude was so ahead of the curve. He like he'd already done everything you could do in Wisconsin the, like the day he walked in the door. He was so he was such an advanced hogue. <laughs> do you, <laughs> Do you know how to uh, edit this, edit that, do this, do that? Yeah, yes, idiot. I know how to do all that. Oh, good. I'll teach you. <laughs> Carm's like, I learned yesterday. I actually, yeah. Anyway, okay. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Uh, back seat here. Welcome in. We are ready to go. We uh, we will have practices covered for you in the next three days from Hallis Hall. Uh, mandatory mini camp going on. and uh, But today we're in studio, setting it all up. Thought we'd talk about some breakout candidates. For great the Chicago idea. Bears? Freaking great topic idea. I don't know who came up with that. Wow, that guy's talented. Braggs? Nice. No, putting in, he wanted us to do like mini bears for mini camp. <laughs> that was kind of funny, though. <laughs> that was Braggs' big idea of the week. I thought it was solid. Shrink the players. Sure, shrink the players, make them minis. And then we could talk about it for an hour to all of you. <laughs> great <laughs> <Miniature> idea. Bears. <laughs> about the mini bears. Yeah. <laughs> Rise and shine, mini bears. <laughs> uh, Do you guys have a good weekend? I did. I've got. I I love my top five uh, breakout candidates. Yeah. For the record, okay, I'm very excited about them. I went to my 10 year high school reunion. Oh, on Saturday! Oh goodness, I know. Like it was. It's. I saw some old football teammates, and some look the same, some don't. But 10 years has gone by so quickly, and yet it felt like. Forever ago. My, so. t- my 20th is next year. Carm's 50th is next week. Easy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Don't say that number. It's freaking <laughs> me out. <laughs> two months uh, away, baby. What's today? The 12th? Yep. No, less than two months away. We're, gonna, we're, we're cruising on the back nine over here. You guys can, you, you front niners, just continue to enjoy. Yeah, but just imagine if you have, you end the back nine with a moment like the golf yesterday. And then you just now we're getting really deep here. No, sure, great. That'd be amazing if I got tackled by one of my or or. No, I'm not saying Adam Hadwin. <laughs> so you're saying I'm the golfer that you're won the, the back? golfer that hits a 72 yard putt, uh, 72 scenario. foot. 
yard would be a really long putt. Yeah, I didn't. Sorry. No, Nick Taylor, Canadian, 72-foot putt, walk-off eagle in the fourth playoff hole while it's raining Sounds like in his home country. Watch. I don't want to be the guy in the podcast that hates golf, but I'm going to be the guy in the <laughs> podcast that hates golf. <laughs> what a terrible sport. I wasn't watching. Um, <laughs> okay, tennis guy. That's right. I, I know you're a tennis guy. Yeah, like, that's on. right. That's right. I woke up yesterday morning and watched an amazing match. I had a great start to my day. And then I, you know, ran, and then I went out and played a real sport where you sweat and stuff and, and, and didn't act like a... No, I enjoy golf once in a while. I've golfed with you. It was lovely. Last time you ever played golf with me after that <laughs> comment. Golf. Wow. America's sport. That's not true. Yeah, it's not, not true. Golf. It's a world sport. Okay. I just, you know, that was cool. The, the, the uh, you know, I saw the highlight. Dude went to celebrate his friend, brought out the champagne bottle. Security was thought they were doing their job. Uh, apparently... The dude that was doing the, the champagne spraying, his wife is now like absolutely like loving watching all the videos of her husband getting tackled. Yeah, it's a. The, the, first of all, the guy who tackled him should be at Bears mini camp tomorrow. Yeah, it was great form. I mean, came around the edge, the great stunt. bend. Could yep. be one of my breakout candidates. <laughs> form tackle. I mean, took him right to the ground. Adam Hadwin. I had good. no idea he was just another golfer out there celebrating. I mean, I got to be honest. I, I, it's probably not hard to tackle a golfer. <laughs> All right. This is also very Fair true. enough. That's yeah, why I didn't no. put him on the 53-man roster. I just ha- invite him to minicamp tomorrow. Okay. Let him try out. See if how many? Continue that. Yeah. How Are many, we shocked that, that that event happened in Canada and not like in Texas? I feel like I, the security in Canada would be nicer than form tackling a guy for champagne yeah. Well, that was his wife's tweet, which was pretty funny. It was like, in true Canadian form, he apologized for getting tackled. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> funny. That was well done. Um, Celebrate it, your friends. That's that's the message that I'm getting. It from was this. really cool if you're yeah. watching live. And I was, and I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, we are going to talk about breakout players today for the Chicago Bears. Players that are primed to have a breakout year. Um, I'm going to kick this off with you, Nick. Why don't you give us your your first breakout player? So I already talked about one of these players, did a, a short video for the CHGO YouTube, TikTok, but Kyler Gordon is one of my breakout candidates for the 2023 season. I like it. He uh, A guy that I think is more familiar with what he's going to be asked to do. Uh, he talked about the RPMs, the revolutions per minute, kind of slowing down for him this season as he kind of got – Used to knowing exactly what he's being asked to do, that he's going to read his keys on defense, hopefully play a little closer to the line of scrimmage, being able to blitz a little bit more. I think just going in year year one to year two, a guy like Kyler Gordon just coming into his own, in knowing his role, is primed to show why he was Ryan Pulse's first ever draft pick as a Chicago Bears general manager. So kicking things off the secondary, Kyler Gordon, I think, is primed to have a great 2023 season hopefully we see more of the turnovers that he helped create uh, against Jalen Hurts Josh Allen so he's gonna have I think more opportunities this season and again just being more familiar I think that's really huge for a young player like Kyler Gordon I like that call it's a logical solid play by Nick to kick off our breakout season would you like me to go second or would you like to go second well I would just follow up real quick the yeah my only hesitation at all and because it, it is logical that he should, you know, going into year two, be uh, a, a breakout candidate. My only concern is, do you, do you guys view his stock right now as stock up or stock down, specifically when it relates to them limiting him right now to play the nickel? Interesting question. Be, be, because j- just to play devil's advocate, if everything was going well and they, they, they felt great about where he's at, I feel like he would still be playing both positions. Like they were trying to, trying to get him to do that. Now, don't confuse that with me criticizing what they're doing. I think this is the right thing. I think you've heard, you've heard what Kyler had to say. You hear what the coaches have to say. They want to limit uh, what he has to worry about. Mm-hmm. But you also hear the player say, "I want to play outside still." So I'm just wondering do you, do you view that as like is this a stock up or a stock down moment specifically when when it goes to Kyler Gordon going into year two? I think that Kyler clearly 
is bummed about it. So he, he, I don't think he looks at his stock is down, but like opportunity down. But I don't, I don't, it, first of all, like Alan Williams did not say that they wouldn't move him around some, like he left it at least the door slightly ajar for it. So, and I also think that the way that they're letting the Jalen Johnson part of this play out and maybe there's nothing there. Maybe he's going to get a contract here before at least the season kicks off, maybe even before training camp. I, I, but at this point he doesn't have it. So at least in my mind, they're leaving it open that Kyler's going to step into that role at some point, if he can continue to move forward, like they want to see more and maybe he can get there. So I, I don't, I don't get a whole lot of stock up on stock down on that. I just think they, they're, they're trying to figure out who they have and where they best fit, and that's their decision. I, I, don't, I don't see it as a negative. Yeah, for me, I think Matt Eberflus will also see, like, that nickel corner spot. He had a guy like Kenny Moore in that position and how impactful he was for that Colts defense and seeing can Kyler Gordon be as impactful, has athletic ability, still make plays, but has the versatility if they need him to go outside to maybe match him on a bigger wide receiver. He can do that. So I, I think it's still a stock up. He's, I think, being more focused on one role will allow him to play even faster, but also slow down like his his mental processing so he can make plays. So for me, I think it's still a stock up, and like like Mark was saying, we maybe throughout the season they'll still put him outside a match certain matchups. The NFL is about matchups, and if they think Kyler Gordon's a better matchup on the outside in a certain game, certain position, certain play, they'll probably do that. But I'm still going with the stock up here. I'm most worried about his draft counterpart, uh, Jaquan Brisker. I don't know if anybody has them in the stock up or, or breakout candidate. But listening to him talk last week and his process to get back on the field, that he had to sit in a dark room. And, it, you know, he, his, I mean, his season was greatly impacted by the concussion. Mm-hmm. That scares me a little bit. It just, it just does. Like, are you, you know, you're, you're, you play safety. You're going to be hitting people all the time. You've had a fairly significant head injury that that knocked you out, and you had to do a, a pretty aggressive way to get back on the field. Fingers crossed. I, I'm a huge Jaquan Brisker fan. I don't, I don't doubt his talent for a second, but that injury has me a little bit scared about, you know, worst case scenario of his future. So, I think that's a fair point. On the other hand, like all things being healthy, I'm more bullish on Jaquan Brisker right now than I am Kyler Gordon. If you told me both players were healthy for the rest of their career, I would agree with you. I, I just, I like his mentality. I liked how last week he talked about, I, I loved how he answered the question, what were you happy about last season? Nothing. Yeah. You could tell he thought about it, though. He was like trying to come up with, come up with an answer, and then he was like, I wasn't happy. Don't like how I played. Didn't like that I was hurt. I want them to use me more, all of those things. And I think if, you know, I, I think players that have that type of mentality with his type of talent, if he can stay healthy, he's he's poised to me for a breakout year. Uh, again, if he can stay healthy. And let's just, let's just set the record straight here. Uh, any of these scenarios are if healthy. No shit, it's football, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, maybe in some cases where there's a bigger injury history, we'll factor that in a little bit more. But um, obviously, if any of these guys we talk about get hurt, that's going to derail their breakout season. Sure. Um, but I like Jaquan Brisker. I think, and I do, It's a, it's, it can be a tricky thing when a player is like sort of through the media being like, hey, coaches, use me more. But I thought he did so in a very like positive, he wasn't complaining. He was just like motivated, like use me. He's Let me go to the it, yeah. quarterback. Let me do everything. I feel like I can get my hands on the football. His tape, not only last year at times, but certainly in college, backs all that up. Yeah. So I do think if they use him in that way, Jaquan Brisker is set for a huge breakout season. Just to qualify like what you're talking about as far as the injury part, I get it. Like you know, Somebody going out there and tearing up their knee in week one, you can't predict that. But the reason why I brought that up with Brisker is he's now he has a history. Not a huge history, smaller history, but you know, we've we've seen this happen with players before where they become m- more susceptible and it's just it just gets scary. Um so I 
fingers crossed that he you know doesn't run into any of that this year but it, it, it just listening to him and what he had to go through last year it scared me um Bregs our 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 official leader you want to call Bregs our leader <laughs> leader of what what no I think Bregs <laughs> Lawrence's reaction come on I think Bregs is kind of like a he's He's, a, he's awesome, but he's not our leader. He might be. He's edging towards leader. The guy's like, you know, doing so many things nowadays. I mean, he's lapped you, sure, but oh, there it is. He's our leader. <laughs> Dude, fine, that's fine. My leader. How's that? Bragg's my leader. I follow behind sure, him. That makes sense. He's he's pointing out in the chat that Tyreek Stevenson. We are we going too far with him? Like we're already slotting him in as the, as one of the starting outside corners. I think that's a fair question, but I also feel like if it's if it ain't him, then who the hell's it gonna be? Unless Kindle Vildor Kindle can hang Vildor. on, hang on for a little bit longer. But Vildor I think, for life. Eh, Vildor for a couple more months. If you're Vildor, you gotta be pissed, right? Why? Uh, I've been here. I've been doing this. You drafted this guy. And now he's already ahead of me. Kind it's of called the NFL. Kindle Vildor. I actually have a lot of respect for him. I think he's. he's I like the George Sutton. Really good job of you know fighting to maintain his spot, but his play doesn't doesn't Kindle doesn't Vildor give had, him any right to be like you drafted another corner. Kindle Vildor had a phenomenal five game stretch last year. Very solid five games. Was stretch. that the five game winning streak you predicted? You know, was you, that that stretch? You're you're getting you're getting uh, you're getting cappy esque here. Cappy esque. You're 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 picking out like one comment. By the way, they were close in every single one of those games. I was right there. It was true. Uh, <laughs> I'm just telling you that if I'm Kendall Vildor, and I wish I was, I'd trade my life for Vildor's right now <laughs> without knowing a whole lot about what Vildor does. Just, you know, make that deal. All due respect to Kendall Vildor, his best spot on this roster, and I'm, I, I feel confident that the Bears front office agrees with me on this, is the number three corner. Outside, I'm talking outside corner. Guy who gives you versatility, first guy off the bench to help anywhere. That's not how Kendall Vildor thinks. Vildor thinks he can be out there. And I would hope so. Sure, right? Yeah, yeah. he has. So I'm to. telling you, Kendall Vildor is, is 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 a little perturbed by this Tyreek Stevens. Well, hopefully, he's, he's he motivated. Yeah, it's good competition. Yes. I mean, the p- part of the problem is last year they didn't have enough competition to weed out some of these guys who shouldn't be starters. And then Vildor is playing because he had, like, literally had to. What are you talking? Don't. It's tea. <laughs> tea. Lawrence, he just touched my tea. Yeah, I don't know. He's the leader. <laughs> is that legal? Hogue, no, Hogue, leader is too low for Hogue. Hogue is like beachfront property mansion. That's what he is. Like, uh, leader? Braggs leads us no. to the mansion. Okay. Like a it's the mansion. By the way, someone said I have beef with Braggs. I don't have beef with Braggs. I love Braggs. He's the yeah. best. There's no beef. No, no New problem. name for Hogue. He's the mansion. <laughs> Bragg's wants to. Bragg's is the leader. There's a lot being thrown out here right now. Bragg's is leading you all to me. Yes, that's correct. That's and what your metaphor yes, is. Yes, you're the mansion. Nick is like West Wing, and the old TV show. According to Lawrence, um, you know, I'm like a servant. West which, Wing. <laughs> first of all, there's no way Nick's heard of the West Wing, uh-uh. the TV show. Nope. I'm not talking about the TV show West. I Wing. know, but just him mentioning the TV show made me realize there's no <sighs> chance that Nick even knows what that is. Can I look it up? Um, no. Also, I think Bragg should start a beef business called Bragg's Beef. Mm, not bad. Yeah, I, I like now we're on to something. It. Yeah. Uh, 1999. We build yeah. beef sandwiches brick by brick. I knew this show had a lot of potential today. Renewable <laughs> says you're the Courtchester. Cram, <laughs> uh, cram, cram equals Courtchester. Renewable, I'm with you, buddy. Whatever. Tom McLean. Your 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 loyalty is noted, and if you want to dub me the Courtchester, I'll take it. Okay. All part of a team here. This metaphor is total garbage, Carm. Sorry, bro. Kari blasting game. <laughs> Come on, Kari. Kari blasting Ka- game. Kari and My I have, breakout candidate. Kari, Kari and I have just not been on. I, we just have not been seeing eye to eye lately. It's all right. We'll get back. I feel you, Kari. You have a breakout guy? I've got five breakout guys. Are you going to share them at any point in the show? <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting to get teed up by the mansion, and now that the mansion is right. queuing up, I'm ready to go. Uh... 
Uh, since Nick started on the defensive side of the ball, I will do the same. This man had three sacks last year, which was tied for second on the team with Justin Jones. He had four tackles for loss with Joe Thomas, Armand Watts, and Roquan Smith. Uh, Joe Thomas. Tackles for loss, by the way, leader of the team last year. Anybody know? Off the top of their head without looking? Sanborn? Second. I mean, third. Sanborn was third. Oh, okay. Uh, Justin Jones? Did you look at my notes? I no. I feel like you might have no, peaked. No. Jones, yeah. Jo- oh. Jones, Morrow, uh, not a bear anymore, and uh, and Jack Sanborn. So, I mean, it, it, we tackles for loss were, were a thing. I mean, the Bears' defense was the worst defense in football last year and by many measurements, including giving up points. This dude was 14th on the team in tackles with 31. Behind, like, every, every the whole secondary he was behind. Um, and he, he's – I keep on hearing his name, and he's got more help around him. So, I'm Travis Gibson, you better be a breakout candidate this year because they need you. So, I'm, I'm taking Gibson. Okay, you know what? I want to I want to stick with the defensive line here yeah. for sure. another breakout candidate, and I'm a little hesitant on saying this because I thought Al Qudi Muhammad would actually do something for the Bears last season. He didn't, but I'm going with Demarcus Walker as being a breakout candidate for the Bears defense, um, and I say that because when he was with Tennessee, this is a guy that played in all 17 games, only actually started in six games. So I think we're just going to see a lot more of Demarcus Walker, and he does have position position versatility being able to play inside and out. And actually, last season for the Titans, all of his sacks came when he was actually playing on the inside. So for the Bears, who obviously upgraded that position in the draft, you could still have a nice rotation of Demarcus Walker, whether that's playing maybe at the three or playing outside in the edge. And this is a guy that I think still, I, I think there's more, his best football still ahead of him. And in this, de- in this scheme, I think what you're supposed to see is they maximize players that show a lot of effort, and you can get a lot out of them. Demarcus Walker, so far, he's he's shown just how he kind of carries himself that he is a full effort type of player. So if this scheme's supposed to get the most out of those types of guys, then we should see Demarcus Walker have a quote unquote breakout season and actually be a contributor for the Bears defense. Love that call by Nick. Yeah, I like it to a point. I mean, the the obvious. Like follow up if, if somebody's maybe watching or listening to this, be like, well, how are we defining breakout, right? Like, I think it depends on the player. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, if if Walker can just solidify, you know, a starting spot That's- on the D line, and I'm not saying, you know, go to a Keem Hicks level of like break, Dominance, like that yeah. was a true breakout. That was like it. And and he Akeem Hicks was younger when he signed with the Bears, but like to, to me, like that's true breakout. Like mm-hmm. when uh, other other teams couldn't find the right fit, then ended up with the Bears, and then totally broke out, got a bigger contract. That would be ideal s- scenario, right? For um, a guy like you know, even like a guy like Justin Jones who's been here for a year, right? I mean, Demarcus Walker had a breakout season last year. Yeah, yeah, it was. He did. Mm-hmm. So limited playing. Nick's time, going yeah. back to back. Breakout double. Yeah, he would Breakout have to double. take it to the next level, honestly. Yeah, more tackles, uh, start more games, and have the seven sacks. Don't know about double digits, but. Which is why, I mean, I just think I'm making safer plays than Nick right now. Well, don't go to your next guy not yet uh, if okay. you're about to. Um, yeah. First, got to make sure everyone knows about our Father's Day sale going on right now with our merch. Big fail by us. Should have mentioned this right off the top of the show. Uh, want to make sure everyone knows. You can right now buy one, get one. Half off. And if you get the order in today, this sale goes till the 18th. So you still got some time to take advantage of the sale. But if you want to guarantee Father's Day delivery, if you're ordering something uh, for your father, um, maybe your wife's buying something for you, maybe you're just buying something for yourself, which is cool. Mm-hmm. If you want to get that by Father's Day, you got to get those orders in today. Okay, so the sales still run until the 18th. But if you want to guarantee Father's Day delivery, get those orders in today. CHGOLocker.com. Uh, all CHGO sh- shirts right now. You buy one, you get the second one half off. It's a great deal. That's going on right now in the CHGO Locker. Um, and another great way to get fitted out on the best sports gear around is to also check out FOCO. 
They have hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. It's not just gear to wear. They got all kinds of stuff. They've they've given us here on the set that you see pop up uh, throughout the year. And right now it's spring. Uh, oh, it's almost summer. Oh, today feels like fall. So I don't even know what season it is anymore right now in Chicago. We're in pants. Chicago. It's Chicago. Every season. You just It's every season all the time. But it is baseball season. We know that. So anything you need to get fitted out for a baseball game, Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, FOCO has everything you need for a game. And again, some of the awesome pieces on our set have been donated by FOCO, so you can go find those things. Uh, one thing I bought from FOCO was uh, they have the little stadiums you can build with like the tiny um, – they're like Legos. They're not Legos, but they're like those tiny pieces that build building up. blocks. Yeah, whatever you want. But they're they're smaller. And but anyway, they create these awesome. My my son's been working on, it and it creates a like you could build a stadium. So they got all kinds of stuff there at Foco. Check out Foco.com. Click the link in the description below on YouTube for all non presale items. Use the promo code CHGO and you'll get ten percent off. You got to go uh, check out wait, real quick. What's, yep. What stadium is it? Camp Randall? Is Ooh, it? Yeah, we're doing a Camp Randall. Uh, that's what I thought. Mm, that's yeah. my first guess. Yeah. Doing a Camp Randall okay. situation. There you go. Yeah, like Kinnick. Okay, uh, go, go check out Foco, and then of course you have to check out Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn here at CHGO. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. I have my Shady Rays here on set. They're always in my car. I know I'm going to be perfectly situated for whatever the weather is outside. And what's awesome is if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, wear Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is going to give you the best deal of the season Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code CHGO for 50% off two or more polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right. Next breakout candidate. So, me? Me? Go for it, Mark. Oh, you're you're just letting us live the dream here. Um, Well, look. I'm leaning on the defense. I'll go back-to-back defense here. And this guy started out phenomenal for five seconds last year. Um, so five-seconder when he ripped Trey Lance to the ground. And I was like, this this dude, come on, baby. Come on, Dominique Robinson. And it's this is my boldest pick right now. But I'm, I'm, I'm giving him love because I do think they're – is some level of elite talent that is inside of Dominic Robinson that just needs needed this offseason. He's training with Robert Mathis of the Colts, and look, I mean, the guy, he had, he had 30 tackles last year. He had one and a half sacks. It ain't going to be a lot for him to make a major step forward. There's a lot more help around him. So come on, Dom Rob. We need you just like we need well, everybody, Demarcus Walker and Travis Gibson, my name. So, but I, I do think the talent is there, and there's more around. And so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am going to uh, think that's gonna be a little bit easier for Dom Rob this year from everything he learned, plus who he's going up against. And I'm, I am, I'm gonna make a bet on Dominique Robinson having a big time second season. Doug in the comments agrees with you. Right, he, he was there. right there. He he hit that right before uh, you started your comment. So we'll go to Doug. Same I mean, uh, it, this is part, you know, logic and part wanting and part. Um, hope. Someone on the D line needs to can step I, up. Can yeah. I give you another guy? Part logic, part wanting, part hope. Yeah, my breakout player. Yeah, Comes Justin play. Fields. Yeah, he's on I my mean, list, yep, baby. Yep, yep, he's on the list. I mean, number one candidate, Justin Fields has to be. Uh, better be, by the way. But you know. If it if not now when it's it's got to happen now and I think all signs are pointing to it happening now. Um, very excited about what I've seen so far in OTAs, which you never want to put too much stock in. But as we've said so many times on the show over the last few weeks, how many OTAs have we covered where the uh, opposite is true, where the quarterback is struggling, where they're not hitting on seven on seven? Is it perfect? No. But Justin Fields looks better. He looks more comfortable to me. He's got way more weapons around him. He's got better protection in front of him. The running game really should stay at the same level. 
So I, I think all the ingredients are right there for Justin Fields to really take off. And, and, and I mean that. Like, take off. Like, not just be, not just be uh, better, but actually become a superstar in the National Football League. And I don't think he's uh, honestly that far away already. You know, someone asked a question a couple weeks ago. Do we think Justin Fields is going to be in the top 100 in the, the, you know, the NFL's top 100 when it gets voted on by the players? I think he will be. Because I think that respect internally in the league amongst the players is already at a way higher level than it even is in the media, even locally here in Chicago. I, I think when you talk to, de- especially defensive players that have to go against him, they'll tell you already how tough he is to play against, to scheme against. And all he needs to do is really start hitting 45 more layups throughout a game, be slightly more accurate, get that completion percentage just a little bit higher, and all those yards predictions that we've talked about endlessly. Like, it's just going to come. You have DJ Moore out there now. You didn't have anywhere in the stratosphere of DJ Moore last season. You know, another thing, Adam, that needs to, you know, come with the the production – like, the number I look at, the 55 sacks that Justin Fields took last season, in a breakout year, that needs to come down, too, because he's a part of that. I know the offensive line wasn't as stable. It wasn't consistent all last year. But this processing that he's been working on to get the ball out quicker, that's also going to equate to him taking less sacks because he's not holding on to the football more. So we're seeing all this correlate. The, the I guess, the conviction he has in his throws, his ability to process, the playmaking ability – yeah, he is honestly he should be he was probably number 1 in all of our list for breakout. But he needs to show that because I think he finally has all the right pieces to at least show what he's capable of. When you look at the numbers from last year, I mean, it is it's painful. The Bears averaged throwing the football 130 30. yards a game. Yeah. 130. I mean, that is the bottom by like you can't even see Atlanta, who is thirty first at one fifty eight, and you certainly can't see the top, which is the Chiefs at two ninety seven. I mean, it is that is that is so unbelievably jarring. Now the Bears, if you look at overall yards, they're they're sixth from the bottom, which uh, it's because they were able to run the football so well. Five from bottom, excuse me. They were ahead of the Panthers, the Titans, the Texans, and the Rams. Um, But, and then, you know, when we were going through our, you know, kind of running through this earlier, I mean, the Bears, when you you take, um, when you you go back in history, the last team to throw for that little yards, you got to go all the way back to Jacksonville and the Blaine Gabbard era. Oh, God. I mean. Terrible era. At, at, you know, 50% completion rate. We're going all the way back to 2011. So, I mean, it was jarringly bad. So, like, and I'm sitting there, like, just computing this this morning. Like, I'm saying that Justin Fields is going to be a top-half quarterback in the NFL this year. I'm saying that, that you know, we're, we're, we all have him as a breakout candidate. But if you look at the – I mean, they have a it, – it, it, it will be the breakout of breakouts if it happens, if he gets to where everybody thinks he's going to go, because I mean, they, it is a, it's going to be a, I mean, even to get to, to 200 yards a game, 130 to 200, that's a, that's, that is over 50% better than what he did last year, just to get to 200. And I think he will. I think he will, but Vegas doesn't think they will. They're, they're betting his number down. Not smart I don't know if I make all that. I mean, like, they, they're going to – they they they'll probably – they'll probably throw the ball a little bit more. I mean, I, I've, I'm on record of already saying I don't think that there's going to be a drastic shift in philosophy, but I do think that there's going to be moments where they go for those explosive plays. And the reality is, is, like, big – Big number, big quarterback numbers. Like if a quarterback throws for 350 yards even in a game, like a lot of that's coming off of three or four explosives, right? Like big chunk plays. And I think that's where if you can convert a couple of these 
25, 30-yard runs that Justin rips off into 25, 30-yard passes to DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, you know, that you're going to just subtly see that shift from the 1,100 rushing yards, and hopefully that becomes more like 700, and then there's just an automatic boost in the passing. I mean, I, I think... I think that's the that's the overall goal there. Um, I just don't see with all these weapons, and I don't see how the the, the passing yards are going to come. They're they're not going to be that. They're just not going to be anywhere near that low this season. They can't be. They cannot be. They absolutely can't be, or else we have a major problem. Yeah, it would take like a doomsday scenario, honestly. But what would that do? The doom that the, to me, the only doomsday scenario that leads to that would be just like everybody gets hurt. Fields, yeah. Because if Justin Fields and DJ Moore are on the field, like just let alone those two, they're, for, they're for seventeen connect. games, they're, they're going to get yards. I I agree. I'm just for trying to be moderately realistic to what's happened in the past. Um, you know he's 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 got to go out there and prove it. Period. End of story. How many how many games has he thrown over three hundred yards in his career? In the NFL, none. I don't think he's had a one three hundred yard passing game. I should know that. Didn't they have one against the Vikings or something? Was that one? I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't ask questions out loud that I don't even know the answer to. (laughs) (laughs) There is a reason why I don't like Hogue. (laughs) Now there are multiple reasons. Um, Career, I got it. Let's see. I'm no, no, he didn't. Two ninety one is his top, unless he did it last year, which I don't think he did. He's had two ninety one, two eight, two ninety one against Pittsburgh, which was a phenomenal performance, especially in the fourth quarter. Two fifty four against Green Bay yeah. after coming off of injury last season. He had two eighty five against two eighty five against the Vikings last game of his rookie season. Hey Nagy, where are you today, buddy? His top two games are with you. Just so you know. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'll give that to Nagy. How, uh, many, how many did he have against Cleveland? Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good hey, game. Hey, Nagy, his worst game came with you, too. Take that, Nagy. You bum. One of the worst games ever. I, I, ever watched a quarterback have. 68. Yeah. With a 68. Net, with a net of one. But. All right. Well, I tried to pump everyone up on this Monday with Justin Fields, and then, then Carb just brought everybody back down, so... You know, I don't know what to tell you. Hey, I got him as my breakout candidate, brother. But I just... Well, you did a terrible job of arguing it then. No, I... Yeah, that was <laughs> awful. You just made it all negative. I, I make, I'm making the same argument with Fields that I'm making with Gibson and Dominique. It can't be. You're basically be. bringing the bar it lower. It can't be any worse than it has been. They, they, this, it, it can't. No, literally can't. It, they have to come up. It must, you must but break that, out. to me, that's not what we're doing here. That's not breakout candidate. That's. Well, and I'll give you the. I that's gave, just balancing out I'll math, you, essentially. Yes. I'm saying Justin Fields, superstar to the moon. Okay. Well, then you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right, buddy. Okay. I mean, and, and maybe he will be. Maybe he will be. We got he's got all the cute weapons around him now. <laughs> I mean that's that's where I'm going next for my breakouts, by the way. I don't know where you guys are going. But if you're putting up those numbers, then who's somebody's gotta have in a breakout year. Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, those are my other two. Okay. You with me on that? Well, those are two very different scenarios. Please explain. I didn't put either one of those guys as mine, but I uh, wanna Okay. Well, uh, again, Darnell Mooney. I'm I, I am banking on health, but Darnell Mooney was horrible last year. Um, after having a great year two in the league, so I believe in Darnell Mooney. I don't believe in Darnell Mooney as a number one uh, wide receiver. He's not that anymore. He so I mean all my all my candidates are based on the fact that they've got a lot more help around him. When Darnell Mooney in 2021 had some help around him, he he had 1,055 yards. Last year he got hurt, played in 12 games, had nothing around him. Focus of the defense on him had 493. 
I expect him to now. He's not getting. You know, we got him sling the ball a little bit for him to get the numbers back up. But I expect him. I expect him to at least have fifty percent more yards this year. Seven fifty. Let's go, Darnell Mooney. Come on, buddy. Uh, get that ankle healthy. Let's get out there. And he's also got that Tyler Scott guy pushing. What? <laughs> what? So seven fifties breakout year. He had eleven hundred yards two years ago. It's, it's a breakout from where he was last year. The DJ Moore effect, how much does he take away from Mooney's He's never had more than four touchdowns. So maybe it could be a breakout in terms of touchdowns. We should like rebrand this whole show to Carm's list of comeback players who really just come back to normal. Is that too wordy for a YouTube headline? I think it's too wordy, yeah. Maybe a little wordy. That's not accurate. Travis Gibson has never come back to normal. Neither has Dom Robb. Neither has Justin So do you think Fields. Travis Gibson gets 10 sacks? No. That would be a breakout. Let's no. set the bar higher. Chicago. Seriously. You just said that Demarcus Walker had a breakout season last year for the Titans. He went from two sacks to seven. Houston to Tennessee. That's what, but Nick's saying next level to Marcus Walker. Yeah, but he's got to right. go higher than that. I'm Double just, digit sacks. Right. But if you had predicted last year at this time that Demarcus Walker was going to have a breakout year in Tennessee on the Tennessee Titans podcast after the season, you would have been looking really good. And that's all that's what I'm doing over here. So, you're such holding a big breakout year, they let him walk. You're you're hold, you're talking about pro bowlers. You're, yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, well. We we're, we're away, we are a ways away from that, Sir Hogue. I don't think so. We, who? You don't think Justin Fields could be a Pro Bowler this year? In the NFC, there's I think those quarterbacks. What, very much. I th- he had like a low key argument last year when they let Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins in. Okay, <laughs> Carm's about to have a heart attack. <laughs> it, it, when it Fields is a, a nuanced candidate when you're talking about like being a pro bowl player 30 percent of me was wondering if you were having a stroke right there i i i kind of am <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no like because i don't like being put in because i don't want to be put in the position where i'm like arguing against fields i don't like that's not fun and i know that the chat doesn't want it and i know that bears fans don't want it in general however I don't care if he would be named a Pro Bowl quarterback. If you had put Justin Fields in here right now, hey, Justin, do you think you were a Pro Bowl quarterback last year? What do you think you would say? Absolutely effing not. Wasn't Daniel Jones a Pro Bowler last year? Right. I see. I don't care about something like the Tyler none, Huntley was. None of that matters. It does matter because I'm just illustrating the point that it's not that high of a bar, even me saying that. If Justin Fields has... If he does everything we're asking him to do, and oh, by the way, he's like a superstar, like just aura around him, he's going to be in Pro Bowl. He absolutely can make the Pro Bowl this year. He absolutely can. But when I'm talking about in regards to Fields' breakout, I really don't care about anything other than the – I want to see – and maybe it won't because Getze is certainly not – giving any indication that they're going to go anywhere away from the run but i want to see him throw the football once we see him win that way then you can settle in that you have your quarterback for the next decade if if they win a ton of games this year great i'll be super excited about it but if it comes with fields running the football a ton i'm you're gonna it's still gonna be an eggshell feeling of how they're going about it i like yoshino we should do a bottle of bourbon on this What's the bourbon on? That'll make the Pro Bowl? Yeah. Ooh. I don't want to bet against Fields to make the Pro Bowl. That sucks. That bet sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do it. Sure. I'll, I'll, be happy to, I'll be happy to give content. you a bottle of bourbon and say that he made the Pro Bowl. No problem. Let's go to third bottle of bourbon to Hogue. Okay. Let's go. On the 12th of June, that bet was made. I have one last break, breakout candidate, you guys. Um, and I'm going to the... First free agent, or I guess technically second, uh, Tremaine Edmonds as being my breakout candidate. And here's why. I know he put he was a two-time Pro Bowler there in Buffalo. He had some really good stats, had a lot of tackles uh, while he was playing for the Buffalo Bills. But in five total seasons, only seven total turnovers. If 
five interceptions, two forced fumbles. We know how much Matt Eberflus, Allen Williams, this Bears defensive coaching staff loves the turnovers. At this Mike linebacker position where he's roaming, we'll be able to drop back. I, th- I like the potential of what a Tremaine Edmonds can do. And I think he's just too talented not to have those numbers go up. In the last three seasons, one, one interception, one interception, zero. So I think this is a guy that can create a lot more turnovers in this scheme. I know maybe the defensive talent around him is not as good maybe as it was in Buffalo. But Tremaine Edmonds is a young, talented linebacker. And in that position for this Bears defense, I think he's just going to have a lot more opportunities. So those seven total turnovers, we're setting the bar high, you guys. Why can't he get six, six this year? Nuance Nick. Breakout turnover candidate Tremaine Edmonds. <laughs> I like takeaway take candidate. Takeaway, takeaway, takeaway. Take take I like over under. Uh, if I set the over under at a half, half a touchdown for Tremaine Edmonds. We take the over. I take the over. Doesn't have one in his career. True. Had one in practice. Bottle of bourbon. He's remarkable. Only two forced fumbles in five years. That, and he's, they were I all think as a he's rookie. Too, too talented. I don't know. He's too talented to force fumbles. Too talented to not have more. There you go. It is weird. Wasn't that the knock on Roquan? Roquan's takeaway numbers have to be higher than that. Uh, Maybe not from an interception standpoint, but check out the numbers. All I know is when we're, when you see Tremaine Edmonds walk on that football field, you're like, thank God that guy's on our team now. <laughs> yeah. That, that dude he is, is yeah, that's a great way to put it because he – it's like, oh yeah, I want one of those. Yeah, sweet. Now oh, you, that's now that you have one. Forty nine looks like someone that is not going to embarrass us in any way, shape, or yeah. form. The what? comment there from Joseph Edmonds has the ch- chance to be a star in this defense as long as he has the respect and needed vocal le- leadership. Which, by the way, I'm already feeling. Yeah, like I don't. I, I think that's going to be the case. Um, he kind of seems to have that natural presence to him, that that leadership, and and I already. Again, it's early, but I I. I feel that respect coming. I feel mm-hmm. it from the coaches. I feel it from his teammates. Um, so I, I, I tend to agree with that comment. Before we take a quick moment in time, I want to just shout out Lauren DePlessis, who I think I've never seen. Well, I know I've never seen before in the chat. I don't know if it's her first ever chat. I don't think Karma understands breakout year. Great contribution, Lauren. Welcome to the chat. You fit right in. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, Carm's crabby today. Lauren, subscribe and tell a Deplessis friend to do the same, if you will. Thank you. Uh, we do this thing at home in my silly family that I have called yeah. the crab pot. If you're if, if you're being crabby, you got to put the crab pot. On. I'm not crabby. I think we should bring the crab pot in. I want some crab. You should have to wear it right now. I'm in a great mood. Crab pot. Crab pot. Crab <laughs> pot. Crab pot. Um. I'm in a great mood. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm super <laughs> excited about softball tonight. We got, I don't know. Sharp. I don't know if it's something That's to do with. All I've heard about today, softball. Well, I don't know if it's something to do with this, this, this Carmel-led team, not to pat myself on the back too hard, but I don't remember 15 people wanting to play softball. Now everybody wants to be on this powerhouse team that we're putting together. I will say, what a bunch of front runners. You guys win one game, now you have 20 people on the The whole team? company wants out now. It's unbelievable. God bless them. I was there since the beginning. Did you guys one and one? Uno and uno. Uno and uno. <laughs> Intern Mike is one and zero. Mike, yeah, our guy who you can't see right now, who walked played. in here last week. First, I think that was his first day. Correct. Out the softball, apparently was the greatest player of all time. Played center, played third, hit in the middle of the order, brought great energy. I mean, that's just you know you you just came out and made a contribution. That's what this team's all about. That's what my leadership brings, Nick. Hey. <laughs> I follow your leadership, Mark. I'm I'm ready. We go two and I think that's a sign for you. I know. I was just <laughs> trying to. Now listen. There's been a lot of talk about leaders in this in this episode, so I was just was yeah. Uh, cram pot. Well said. Uh, cram pot. I, I I'm with Chris Rains. Carm with the charm. That's my guy. Ooh, yeah, that's my guy. It's a good ring to it. He's got charm. Me and Kari are back in action. He I get Kari. I got it. You hold me to a standard. Well, you, you are my North Star. Well, while you guys are enjoying your victory tonight, because I can already see it coming. Yeah, that's right. Ooh. Yep. We're going out to watch the... What are you the, playing tonight? Sure. 
Chirp. I don't know who Chirp is, but Chirp's going down, just like when Angola was playing the U.S. basketball team in 1992 when Charles Barkley said, I don't know who Angola is, but I know Angola's in trouble. Same thing with you, Chirp. You're going to be chirping tonight. No Chirp, Chirp. I chirp. think it's uh, Chicago Independent Radio as part of the Whatever. acronym there. I'm not sure. Eh, it sounds like I'm not sure they're great people. They're two and one. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're better than us. So, great. Oh, I was talking a lot of shit there for a team. That's chirp, chirp. Yeah. Every time I get a hit oh, tonight. Regardless, that's you guys all win your game and then go out, celebrate with Goose Island. Goose Island Beer Company. <laughs> the beer of victory. Chicago's beer since 1988. <laughs> they have the Goose IPA, six-time medal winner, the Great American Beer Fest, always in style with citrus aroma and a bold, hot finish. Tropical beer hug if you want to get, get really celebratory after the win. Give yourself a big tropical beer hug, Carm. We could be a little too confident right now. I'm worried about Sounds myself. Sounds like it. <laughs> chirp, chirp. Well, you know what? Even if Losers. you lose, if you lose, I recommend the full pocket pills. Yep. There we go. We win either way. Yeah. It's just a good tasting beer if you win or lose. It's an everyday beer. It's what the brewers are drinking. Not the Milwaukee brewers, but the people who brew the brewers. Yeah. Uh, grab ultra fresh brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. We're going to bring the energy tonight, you guys. And we're going to start by doing that. <laughs> With ComEd, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. That is right, Nick. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial products. Processes. Mark, how does that all work? Well, Nick, we get, you get actually, an authorized engineer who's going to work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan. It'll be specific to your goals and needs, so get those ready, get those out there. Tell them what you want to do. And this, of course, can be done in person or virtually. It does last about two hours, so prepare for that. Within three to four weeks, you're going to get a detailed energy report. We'll give you the efficiency products, projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation does include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and a simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Mark, did you say comed.com slash poweringbiz? You bet your sweet bippy I did. Comed.com slash poweringbiz. Schedule it today. Boom. Chirp, chirp. Let's go. Hey, do you know which team mm-hmm. ranked eighth in the NFL last year in offensive plays of 30 or more yards? I'm going to go out this on This team, a... more than your Josh Allen-led Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than... The Dolphins with Mike McDaniel. Stick it to a My leader, <laughs> Mike McDaniel, okay. with that offense. Yeah. More than that team up north that used to have that quarterback named Aaron Rodgers. Losers. Considerably more than that team. Who's that more guy? than the Dallas Cowboys. More than the Justin Herbert-led Chargers. You tell me the offenses? Bears were eighth in, in plays over how many yards? 30. Or more yards. I mean, that's just... The Bears were eighth last season. So, despite all those horrible numbers that you brought up earlier in the last segment, which, if we did a breakdown of how many of these 27 offensive plays that gained 30 more yards, I'm assuming like 20 of them are rushing plays. Yeah. Um, that being said, that's where the Bears were despite all of the, you know, struggles at times on offense... They were eighth. The leader on the list, San Francisco with 33. Kansas City with 32. I mean, the Bears only had five fewer 30-plus yard plays than the Kansas City Chiefs last year. That's another way to think about it. Philly had 30. Seattle had 29. Denver somehow had 29. 
Oof. That's a horrible team. <laughs> um, and then there's a team that had 28 that's interesting to me. That one one spot ahead of the Bears. That's the Carolina Panthers. Again, maybe I haven't had time to dive into this, but I would guess of those 28 explosive plays. I wonder who. I think number two may have had a lot of those, and I think Dante Foreman might have had a lot of those. Yeah. Combined. And now both of those players are on the Chicago Bears. Dante Foreman had, I think, top five explosive runs last season. Again, for the Carolina Panthers. They have a good, good offensive line, but the two guys that are probably most associated with getting those what, 28 explosive plays? They're now Chicago Bears. By the way, this is all courtesy of Warren Sharp on Twitter. He put this out there yesterday. Thank you, Warren. Good work. Uh, look, Justin Fields, only player in NFL history to rush for 150 yards in a game and throw for three touchdowns and rush for a touchdown. All right? Justin Fields, longest rush ever by a Bears quarterback, 61 yards. Uh Longest touchdown run by a Bears quarterback. Also, that was uh, over Bobby Douglas. First player in NFL history with three touchdown passes at 140-plus rushing yards in a game. I mean, that is that stat is all about the potential greatness of the great Justin Fields. Well, to what you just said, and then here's Keith's super chat here for $5. What's Fields it? will pass more simply because the online is better. 2022, 125 pass plays turned into 70 scrambles mm. and 55 sacks, which is incredible. Keith, we should pay you for that, Chad. It's a good point. That, I mean, that's a great nugget there. Um, I also think the Bears are going to have more plays this year. And that's something to consider. You can yep. have the same ratio, the same style. But if you just have more plays, you're going to have more yards. Our that's value. how it works. Yep. So, And I do think the Bears are primed to control the ball and have more plays overall. The things you just said, Carm, the amount of somewhat random records that seem like every week there's that graphic on the screen in the fourth quarter or even the third quarter sometimes. Fields, Justin Fields, first quarterback to do this, whether it's Bears history or NFL history. Most rushing yards in a game by a Bears franchise quarterback, by a Bears quarterback, excuse me. 178, Justin Fields. You know why? Because he's just a unique player. He's doing things that other quarterbacks haven't been able to do. So we don't need to pigeonhole him into this quarterback that needs to throw for 4,000 yards every year. He may do it eventually, but this is about getting first downs and ultimately getting touchdowns. That's how you win games. And I think that that's where, yes, this is always sort of a nuanced conversation. It should be because it's quarterback playing the United States of America, and that's the conversations we always constantly have, whether what market we're in. But it's just about moving the football ultimately. And I think that the people that shit on Justin Fields all the time, like they're looking too much at those numbers, mm-hmm. those passing numbers, and not enough at the tape and what he was actually doing last season. And I just think that there's going to be progression. There's, there's, there's certainly different levels of advancement that we might see this year or development. It might be a little bit. It might be a lot. Do you think that Fields can be better than Lamar? Lamar Jackson. Yeah, who won the MVP. For one season, for this season? For one season. I think he has that talent. Yes, I do. I think he's capable. I'm just... I'm not... Be clear, I'm not predicting that. I'm saying he is capable of doing that. So I just... I'm just... Just a reference point. When Lamar won the MVP in 2019... He threw for three thousand one hundred and twenty-seven yards, which okay. is not you know. It's is that not, the cra- It's not like a it's crazy not over number. the top. But he also that year he threw thirty-six touchdown passes, that's, six interceptions. That's that's crazy. Thirty-six to six, and you know what he ran for that year? Probably close to a thousand. One thousand two hundred and six yards. Mm. That is an insane year of football. He's insane, the but yeah. it also was proven to be not sustainable. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. So He's been nowhere close to that. That sense. model, like that's why I said for one year. Yeah, but I'd rather have consistency and no MVPs, quite frankly. Then right. So so, yeah. so much to to argue against you because I love to. Yeah. Every now and then, at least, um, there's no way that Fields is ever doing that for one year. But he can have a much more stable career than what Lamar's had. I think that's a very fair argument. Like 
That'd be he, best for the Bears. I, he's you know? I, I I would is he ever gonna go thirty six touchdown passes, six interceptions, three thousand plus yards, twelve hundred on the ground. That's insane. That is an all time great year in the history of the league. Yeah. But can he be somebody who puts up less numbers uh than that, but is very consistent year after year? And can use his legs and his arm and, and his intelligence and put it all together and, and be just, you know, a top 15 up higher quarterback? I think he can. Again, I think that's best interest for the Bears because I think if you're rushing for that much yards, you're more susceptible to the hits, and you're not, you're not guaranteed to be out there and playing on Sundays if you're, that's how you have to get your yards every week. So I think it would just be in the best interest of the Bears. If he can just be more consistent, not have those crazy, like, numbers. But he is, like Adam said earlier, he's, he's different. He's different than a lot of these other quarterbacks in terms of what he's capable of doing physically. And a reminder here, the CHGO Bears offseason coverage is brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at comed.com slash powering biz. Do we have any more super chats or anything? Close out? All right. Well, nope, that's it. That's, uh, um, Chris Reigns, if you could put in the chat your Bears uh, history, first year of, as a fan, favorite game type of thing. Same thing with uh, Lauren, who we talked to earlier. I'd like to just to get to know you guys. Not go to the Discord. Become a become a diehard. And yeah, become All a diehard. Yes. All part of the community here. So let's go diehard. I'm going. I'm I'm spending my afternoon on Discord. At least part of it. I'll be hanging out. Let's go. You gonna be there? I'll be there. All right. Right after the show. Let's chill. Get, get myself ready for softball tonight. Good luck with softball. Maybe some ping Carmel pong. summer camp starting later today. We got the Vernon Hills White Sox big game. Hollenbeck wants your full list there, buddy. Do you have, do you have all your candidates? I gave my full list. I don't have five because I was going true breakout, guys. <laughs> Take that, Carm. <laughs> I think ping pong No one said it had to be five. five. Oh. We said we'd give five as a show. Oh, as a show. Yeah, five breakout candidates. It's the um, headline of the show. Not okay. 15. Okay. I think I may have written it differently in the description. I mean, I... That's I, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, We gave five breakout I mean, you titled today's show Five Bears Players Prime for Breakout Season. So technically you're right, but I think you took the easy way out. It just... <laughs> soft. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I told you Justin Fields is going to be a pro bowler. I mean, that nobody was that nobody was had a bigger breakout candidate than me. Couldn't you couldn't you couldn't delve deep into the into a, into a Kindle Vildor as a possible breakout candidate? It's throw Vildor some love rather than just pigeonholing him into a third cornerback spot. So make up things I don't believe. Yes. <laughs> no. 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 It's not make up things you don't believe. It's lean into optimism and 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 become sunshine. I did that with the cornerback, and then you responded with two hundred negative stats. I don't know if I can call you the mansion anymore. Did I watch the same show as everyone else? Chris, Bears Chris fans says, uh, birth, 1982. I love this, Reigns. Favorite game is Bears Super Bowl versus Patriots. What? You were three. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> favorite players are Peyton and Singletary. Name my son Peyton after Walter. That's Reigns was just out of, the, out of the womb and ready. I was going to say. Yep. That's elite, Reigns. I want to challenge Reigns. Who remembers that? Who remembers the Super Bowl better? Well, three-year-old or me? Not I know, born. but uh, he probably had the the VHS copy and watched it uh, twenty <laughs> times growing up. You don't even respect the Super Bowl shuffle to the level that you need to respect it to. <laughs> That's on? BS. I had I have exactly what he's talking about a VHS copy of the Super See, Bowl. See, look at that. He says I got the VHS. Can you do tape one verse of anyone in the Super Bowl shuffle? No, I don't care about Super Bowl shuffle. I care about they, them winning the Super Bowl. We all we have all heard you sing the song a thousand times, and no singing on the show, Carm. What was the What was the final in the NFC Championship game, Mister Nineteen Eighty Five? What was the final in the NFC Championship yeah, Bears, game? Yes, who did they play? The Rams. No touchdowns. Okay. What was the final? Did Are you googling <laughs> it right now? As you ask me the question? No, I would. You never. are so full of shit. You're Googling the question that you're trying to challenge me. That I'm you, not. That you are holding over. I'm not. Me. Yes, you are. Did the Rams score or did they not score? No, they didn't score. It was like either 28 or 33 to nothing, something like that. Yeah, oh. I didn't remember. It's tw- it was 24 zip. 24. Okay. I thought it was 20. Honestly, I thought it was 23. <laughs> I, I, just, I just have the image of uh, Wilbur Marshall in the snow running back. What was the Giants score? 20. Zip. 21. 21 zip. 21. I had 20 in my head. So oh, I was wait, off a point. How old were you? Older than you. 
Yeah. How was old was I in, in I was negative January, three months old. January so 5th you should of, know more about that. January 5th of 1986. Uh, it's 12, <laughs> damn it. Crab pot. Crab <sighs> pot. Crab pot. I want some crab. All right, let's wrap this. Steven, no. Steven says, I remember telling my dad stories of him and his buddies downing drinks for the Bears. Touchdowns in the Super Bowl. They ended up so drunk, they were drinking at replays because they couldn't tell apart. Wow. That's, that's, that's awesome. Bears players were getting, Bears fans in New Orleans were throwing them beers on the sidelines in the fourth quarter. That sounds awesome. Wow. That sounds good. That's, that team was next level. All right, guys. The greatest let's team have, ever. Let's have more of that this year. Ditka. Uh, beer stone i got a good ditka story next we're time. back tomorrow it'll be a four o'clock show tomorrow after we are out at house hall should have led the show with that four four and one next three days four four one. Oh, i thought you were predicting your softball record wow no, we're, not, we're, we're not gonna lose another game all year we're gonna, we're gonna go undefeated there you go four o'clock tomorrow recapping bears mini camp um and make sure you check out our father's day sale chgo locker Last day to get those orders in. If you want to guarantee Father's Day delivery, buy one, get one half off all CHGO shirts. That's going until the 18th. So you have plenty of time uh, if you just want to get in on the sale and take advantage of it. But if you want delivery by Father's Day coming up this weekend, you got to get those orders in today. How about Lauren? Yeah. She's freaking awesome. Watch you guys all the time. Just not live. I'm in South Africa. Became a Justin Fields fan because of Netflix and now a bear. Great show as always. Lauren, thank you that so much. That's Appreciate awesome. You. Thanks for jumping in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love seeing new viewers, new listeners every single day. Uh, please help spread the word. Hit that like button. Hit subscribe. Better yet, send a link to the show to a friend. Text them. Say, hey, Bears fan. It's a great check show. It Come check us out. Help us grow the show. We appreciate you. We're back tomorrow. Bears mini camp around 4 o'clock. We'll talk to you then.